Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. And I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, Joe Rocky Jr. Joe, you are a business coach. You're found on the web at EliteBusinessConversations.com. Joe, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm excited for this one. And Joe, you're also a podcaster as well, uh, mm-hmm. although you're a sports podcaster. Yeah, yeah. So I got two different shows, Local Football Flavor, where we talk basically the NFL whole goal behind that was let's find out what's going on with other fan bases. You know, every fan has seen a national pundit just be flat out wrong about their team. So let's go find out what the other 31 are feeling and kind of have conversations. It's a really fun way of unifying people, you know, finding out the other things that are going on and every once in a while having conversations that might say you're not the greatest sunshiniest thing in the world. I'm talking to you, Kansas city. Um, Even if you win the Super Bowl, you're still not, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) What, t- tell me about your work with Elite Business Conversations. Yeah, so we founded that um, basically because we wanted to have the goal of helping businesses and people thrive. You know, there, there's so many things out there that make it hard to successfully run a business, and we want to help people with that. And we do it in a lot of different ways, one being just keynote addresses, whether we're at a victory sales conference or any other group setting, you know, whether, and then we also do obviously the formal consulting and coaching, if you will, of businesses where we deal with an individual challenge that you're having or a long-term system correction that we help people install. And then we do the same thing on a personal level. So how can we ethically make ourselves better and successful, you know, moving forward, starting today, but throughout all of our lives? Yeah. Um, And Joe, how do you do that? Like what, what do you, how are you typically engaging with folks? Yeah. So, well, in terms of them finding me, it's through the website. It just starts with 10 minute chat. But in terms of the nuts and the bolts of what ultimately ends up happening is it all starts with what are you trying to accomplish, whether this be on a personal level or on the business front? You know, are you trying to build this business to have more wealth, to have more influence, to push a social message you have? Do you just want to have more time to be with your family? You know, what ultimately is the goal? And then ultimately what we do is we create structures to help you achieve that. And what we find that the thing that holds most people back is their personal relationships with either their employees or their customers. And that's really the essence of where we do a lot of the heavy lifting and helping people build their relationships better. And ultimately everything from there just flows so much easier. It's like they had a dam on their own personal success because their relationships are, are bottled up, we fix it up and that river of victory just starts flowing. Well, what do you mean? I mean, how are we screwing up? How are, how are folks screwing up their relationships? In a simple word, not trusting anyone. Um, so, you know, most people, especially business owners, have this situation of it's my baby, it's mine, no one's ever gonna touch it. But if we think about what we do in real life with our actual babies, we let our spouse take care of them. We let babysitters take care of them so we can have the rest of our lives. 
And in the business context, it's trusting those around you and the culture and the system that you've made. You know, a lot of people intellectually say, oh yeah, I trust Bill, he's great. But in reality, when push comes to shove, you don't. And that's why you don't give him the power and the freedom that he needs to truly succeed within your firm. And it's a common thing that holds a lot of people back. And you know, at the end of the day, it's, 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 it's an unseen slowing of ourselves that we get into this problem of human potential of we can't see the cost of potential of, of what did we miss in an opportunity by not doing this. Our brains just aren't wired that way. And as a result, clearing that up, building better relationships where we trust people naturally just makes us better at relationships. You know, that's the one thing that every single person on this planet is built to do, which is have successful relationships. And yes, there's ways we can get better at them and make us more attractive and find better people in our lives and elevate them as they're mirroring us. And all of that is true. And that's really kind of the stuff that we dive into to help improvement. And it becomes radical once it's fully implemented and bought into. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I totally get that. What, where do you think that this fear stems from if I'm a business owner? Um, and I mean, obviously we're attracting in, you know, key team members and they should be fully capable. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I mean, it, okay. So Joe, like I'm thinking about our own operations and I can tell you that I fully trust my team, but are, are you suggesting that you know, that maybe you say, well, are you really, is that, is that kind of what you're asking? It's kind of the second part there. So it, it's when push comes to shove, do you? Because inevitably all of us have to go to a funeral at some point, whether we want to, want to plan for it or not, and they're unplanned events. So when that happens and you need to fly across the country, you're gone for a week. How often are you checking your cell phone? How often are you going through your email and barking out orders? Or are you completely engaged in the grieving of this person who just passed away? That's the real test. You know, everyone on person says, yeah, I'll go down to Florida and I, I won't check in. But every single morning they're checking in when they're in line for the magic carpet ride at Disney World, they're checking their phone, seeing if anything's burning mm -hmm, down. Mm -hmm. That's not trust. Yeah. And that's no. where most people are at, especially with, with smaller and mid-sized businesses. Yeah. Think about, and Joe, can you illustrate the problem with that? I mean, I, I think that, you know, that... I think there are enough experienced business leaders who have, they've been around the block for quite mm -hmm. a while. I mean, it's kind of clear to me the dynamic that you're setting up and, and why you're setting yourself up to fail to do that. But mm -hmm. go ahead and go ahead and put a pin on it. Well, I mean, the, 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 why the, is it ultimately comes good? back to that fear. It's fear that what I built will die. Mm. Um, and it's, it's, it's also a lot of amount of arrogance dash hubris that it needs to have me in that. See, just as when we give a child to the world by, by having one, it's our responsibility to get to grow. But once it's an adult child, we have to let it go and blossom. And if you build your business correctly, it does not take 18 years like it does for my son who's sleeping across the hall right now. It takes much less time. You build a business, it should be self-sustaining quickly. And there's lots of ways of doing that. And hopefully, um, you know, people have experienced both sides of this coin of this, the rest of, of getting out of the stress of it, of, of what I'm trying to say there. So to give people the four ways that we kind of encapsulate, obviously I can't go into full depth here in 10 minutes of them, but there's basically four things that we can implement in our lives right now to help stem this problem and eventually get it out of our lives. 
And each of us have a personality type that will gravitate more towards one or the other uh, of these four options. So I'm just going to kind of spitfire them real quick. And then if you want, we can dive in deep on them. The first one is becoming more intelligent about what it is that you're doing. So in the terms of business, that's what my product is, what we're trying to achieve, what is our values, and then what is our competition doing? You know, what does our product actually do and how does it help people? Number two is having the courage to come up and say something that's inside of you and also having your employees feeling the same way. So if there's something that, you know, is a feeling, a, a, an idea that's inside of you, you have to create channels that allows it to come out. Even if it's stuttery or weird or like scared to say, you need to figure out a way to get it out. The third one being is you need to have justice in your business. And what that means is, is that we are treating everyone as the relationship that we have ought to be. Meaning that the employer to employee relationship is in balance with the way it ought to be. The customer to the customer to you know, client relationship is what's supposed to be. We're not bowing down to our clients, hoping they give us money. We're treating them as equal adults and all of those relationships. So we're hiring people based upon the amount of resources we want to spend on this position. Are they the best for it rather than do they look better in a PR department? And the final one being humility. You know, at the end of the day, are we in the correct sphere of what we should be? Are we too big for our britches or are we too tiny and insignificant? And humility is the only one that you got to balance in. The other three you go all in on, but it's, can we find that sweet spot? And if you can master those four things, those the pipeline to really success in all aspects of life, but that's truly how you build better relationships. And again, get that river of victory flowing. Yeah. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, uh, um, you know, you should be, as a business leader, you should be enjoying what you do. You should be enjoying your business. And, oh, yeah. and I realize that, you know, we all kind of go through, you know, ebbs and flows. And, and sometimes there are just seasons where it's an all hands on deck type, you know, push. We're, you know, we're all, you know, kind of laser focused and, you know, everybody needs to kind of, you know, kick in and including the owner. And so we don't want to be the owner that doesn't, you know, kind of go out there with the troops and, you know, be where the action is. We don't want to be that level of passivity. Um, as well, though, I think that, you know, the more that we trust our leaders, um, the better. Um, you know, mm -hmm. I, I see one challenge probably pretty commonly with earlier stage business owners where it's them um, and I think that maybe because of budget fears, concerns, um, they, they've ended out just outsourcing to a lot of very, very early stage VAs. And that's, I don't think that's, you know, if, if your goal is to grow and scale your business, it's, it's a little challenging um, when you don't have the right talent within the organization. Can you kind of talk about that for a moment? Well, that's absolutely true. I mean, there's no way around that. So you got to look at the investment in more than just the money going out the door. And that's normally why people choose the VAs, right? It's the cheapest option. We can get some stuff done. But in reality, you're not doing the second half, which is developing the culture and investment in an individual, someone that can be with you and with you. Yeah, it's going to cost more to pay someone who's going to be in the room with you. Yep. That's a fact of life. 
but you're also knowing that that is going to be the same person with you throughout this time period. The VA can turn over like that. You've never met them. They're just a computer somewhere else in the world. So is it really someone who truly cares about the culture, cares about what you're trying to bring, or is it just a path of least resistance? And what you want is, yeah, it's got to cost me more, but you're also having a chance to build the foundation of what you want. Because when you're fully scaled, you're not going to be outsourcing everything. You're going to have all of your own people. Start with some building blocks. And that's really what your first employees are. They are the foundation in which your house, your business is going to be built upon. And you have to choose it right and investing time in them and a little bit of extra money. I mean, we're talking about a lot of resources in day. Now I got to give more time. Now I got to give more of this, that, and the other. And it seems daunting. It seems like a no-brainer. Like, why wouldn't I hire this VA? Until we realize they're not really doing what I thought they were going to do. They're not really efficient. And I'm not even sure it's the same person anymore. So what really have you saved? You're going to have to get to the spot eventually where you're going to have to build an individual culture and through people. I mean, everything is built through people and do it up front and accept the fact that it might cost a little bit more. And what you're touching on is a fear that is incredibly common for starting business owners, which is the fear of the money going out the door. And many, many business owners get caught in this trap of worrying more about the expense side of the balance sheet than the revenue side. And at the end of the day, your expenses should be all correlated to some form of a return. And once you realize that, you want to spend more because it means you're going to bring more profit in. Like, it's a good thing. So if you're dealing with people that you actually can build, train, and trust, you are way better off than outsourcing it um, to someone you have no idea who it is. Yeah. Uh, Joe, you know, for people who are like, listen, this sounds really Great. I, I I know this is a known issue, kind of what you're talking about within mm-hmm. our organization. Or again, you know, I, I really need to get to the point where I can, you know, bring in some linchpins rather than, you know, just, uh, you know, just, you know, er, early stage assistants, um, mm-hmm. which are, again, ap- appropriate in, in some places within the organization. But if that's, you know, if you're the only quote unquote leader and, and, or you're demanding well, I mean, I, you know, you know, I don't want to say demanding a leadership role. I think people, you know, kind of getting that, that Peter principle, well, people rise to their own level of incompetence or just some people just don't want to do management. They don't want to manage other people. They just, you know, you hired a designer and the designer just wants to do what's given to them. And that's yeah. all they want to do. So we have to be very realistic about, you know, their you know, where, where they want to go within your organization. Um, but what that means then is you're going to have to plan for that. And if you always want to micromanage that person, then that, well, we've been talking Listen, about micromanaging that. is the number one thing we're trying to turn off at least conversations. Right. <laughs> um, I mean, that's what we do is that is the flaw of most businesses and managers. Micromanaging is the worst thing you can do. It, it all, because it all boils back to not trusting them. You hire them to do a job, let them do it. And this is, in my opinion, how you build the best workplace culture. You trust individuals and you empower them to make decisions to find answers. And is that answer always going to be the exact same thing that you thought it might end up being? No, but it's, it's A, it's working for your company, but it could actually be better than what you originally envisioned in the first place. So trust your people, figure out the people you should trust. I mean, obviously there's some people that you shouldn't and you should probably not be so employing, 
but that's part of the, the process as well. I don't want to diminish that. That we, we all make mistakes in some categories. And the most common, just on that note, that I find that people make mistakes in hiring is mm -hmm. not the actual person they're hiring. It's the way they're articulating the position. And you end up putting someone, as you were saying, a designer wants to be a designer. They don't want to be a manager. But as time goes on, you're trying to have them do management type things. You didn't articulate the job correctly in the first place. Mm -hmm. So that's not a failure of the employee. That's an, a failure of a shifting position that you messed up as, as the ultimate manager or owner in charge. So I like to highlight that as something that we all can focus upon and really hammer that out. The longer we can think downfield, typically the better off we'll be. Right. Elite business conversations, Joe, when somebody mm -hmm. goes there, what, what would you recommend that they do? You know, at, at the end of the day, it, it's set up to be able to schedule a 10 minute conversation with me. So there's lots of videos on there that you can see kind of these overview type things that we're discussing here. But really, every person has an individual situation. We need to figure out what that is. And it's all about clicking a, a 10 minute box. We'll have a little chat through the internet and we'll see if we'd be a good fit for each other. If we're not, it's no big deal. There's no cost to you. But if we are, we certainly will make wonderful things and getting that river of victory flowing. Joe Rocky Jr. Again, EliteBusinessConversations.com. Joe, thank you so much for your, uh, thank you very much for the conversation. Perfect. Well, thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.